Welcome to our new series within Boss Babe Corner with Startup Ottawa Valley. Powered by the Upper Ottawa Valley Chamber of Commerce, where I am joined by another startup ambassador, Jody Buholtz, who will be co-hosting these episodes with me. We are featuring monthly Ottawa Valley champion changers that are startups, established businesses, and new and seasoned entrepreneurs that will share their journey with our listeners, the challenges and obstacles that they faced, as well as successes and lessons learned so that you too might be inspired to take the entrepreneurial path and succeed in an ever-changing, competitive, but supportive rural community that we are proud to call home right here in the Ottawa Valley. Representing member businesses and organizations in rural Renfrew County, Ontario. Our mission is to support our rural members through networking and event recognition ceremonies, which showcase and highlight the diverse and innovative businesses and entrepreneurs in our community. The Upper Ottawa Valley Chamber of Commerce is a resource that shares local, regional, and provincial information with its members in order to help businesses connect with services and partners that can assist businesses with sustainable growth. Startup Ottawa Valley provides our rural businesses with an unlimited and vast network of professional expertise in all aspects of business development through our community association partner, Startup Canada. Startup Ottawa Valley looks to leverage and promote the skills and resources available through Startup Canada to help advance our member rural businesses to succeed in our ever-changing competitive well-known ski club has been around since 1959 and is known by the locals as Mount Molson, the world's smallest ski hill. And you listeners may have learned to ski or snowboard here yourselves. And it was all made possible because of one man's dedication to the hill and the ski club. He is fondly remembered as the king of the hill, Fred Molson, known for his kindness, sense of humor, and endless patience. He sadly passed away this year at the age of 87, but this Petawawa legend not only lives on in his children, grandchildren, and those that knew him, but through a new form of giving back to the community, and that's through ice cream. Please welcome Tanya and Zoe Nolan of Mount Molson Dairy Bar in Petawawa. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Tanya and Zoe. Hi. We're so excited to be here. <laughs> Oh, we're so excited to have you guys. And I cannot wait to talk all things ice cream. Jody, I don't know about you, but I enjoy a good ice cream any time of the day. It doesn't just have to be like an afternoon snack or after dinner. Ice cream in the morning, ice cream at night, give it to me. I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, I'm the same way. I am a soft sell when it comes to ice cream. You, It doesn't even matter the flavor. If you say ice cream, I am there. <laughs> So this story starts out with the world's shortest ski hill and the Petawawa Ski and Snowboard Club, located in a small and cozy ski chalet located on Laurentian Drive in Petawawa. And the legendary man who loved watching children have fun and learning to ski on the hill and would never turn anyone away and would always stay for that person who asked, just one more ski down the hill? So tell us a little bit about the kind and gentle community builder, Fred Molson. My dad was uh, definitely one of the most patient and calm people I've ever met and consistent uh, that I've ever met. And I was so, so um, 
uh, lucky to have him as a dad. He taught me so much um, surrounding patients, particularly. I can remember um, back before 1987, we had a rope toe and it at time required, it was like a one inch uh, rope that would require splicing and splicing is an arch that has been, I think, largely lost. Uh, and he would be out in the cold doing that. Sometimes it would be minus 30, getting the, the, uh, the hill ready and having to splice that rope uh, you know, just before it'd be, we opened in the evening at 7.30 and it'd be seven o'clock, he'd still be out splicing the rope and I would be panicking and I'd run out to see if he needed any help. And he said, no, no, he said, don't panic. And sure enough, he'd get it done. And that was just, that's just one small example of, uh, of who he was and he never did panic. And he, he always got the job done and did it well. And without any complaining at all. <laughs> so when I was reading all about your dad, Tanya and Zoe, your grandfather, I never had the pleasure of meeting him, but he reading up on him, he reminded me of someone that is like everyone's grandfather. He was just so welcoming, so warming and the kind of guy that, you know, even though it was shutting down time, end of the day, lights out, you know, we're done closing the hill. And someone would say, oh, can I just go down one more time? And he would say yes. And it just warms my heart to hear that, like, that that was the kind of person that he was and that is who he is remembered for. And so when I think, you know, I'm so glad to see that he's got a plaque at the Padawawa Civic Center on the Hall of Fame because he truly is so special to so many people in our community. And so reading up about him, I'm like, oh, I wish I had the pleasure of meeting him, but it's so nice to be able to see his, uh, his memories live on through you guys and I'm so excited and, and I know Jody is too to to get into it a little bit more with uh, with how you guys are carrying on his legacy. I remember I would be at my grandparents and kids would come up to the door and ask to like use their phone or to just like hang out and there'd always be people just hanging around it's kind of just a cozy place to be. So Zoe what are your favorite memories of your grandfather and uh, and you yourself skiing down Mount Mosin because I'm assuming that you were a skier too? I am a skier, yeah. I'm from Pakenham, so I've been skiing here a couple of times, not as much as my mom, for sure. Um, but my favorite memories of Grandpa are um, coming over for dinner, and he would always be so proud to show off, like, all of his little accomplishments along the way. He had his uh, little Junior Lumber Kings leather jacket from when he was a goalie. He had um, the plaque from being the uh, inducted as the builder into the Hall of Fame. And he would always be so excited to just chat about it and tell us all about his stories. And then at the ski hill, um, it was awesome whenever I'd come in to get a hot chocolate from Granny and they had a little walkie-talkie and they talked back to each other and it was very cute to see. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> that, is, that is so lovely. Yeah. So Tanya, you and Zoe officially opened the Dairy Bar last summer, but Mount Molson officially celebrated its grand opening this year. So whose idea was it to open an ice cream chalet and why ice cream? Well, this, uh, the story kind of goes way back. I remember when I was in college, that so would have been mid eighties, mid to late eighties. Um, I remember my dad talking about wanting to maybe open an ice cream shop here in the summer so people could come 
enjoy the view. They would often come to, to just sit and look at the view and bring, bring their lunch. And uh, so he had thought, you know, we could do that in the, uh, in the summertime. Unfortunately, it never happened. And uh, so then Zoe worked at an ice cream shop in Packingham for seven years in her in the summers between school. And she came up one day without knowing uh, what my dad wanted to do and said, Grandpa, you should sell ice cream out of here. People come, you know, look at the view anyways. And there it began. Um, sadly, my dad never did get to actually see the dairy bar open, which it, which is, is um, which is, like I said, pretty sad, but he did know that it was very successful last year. And I think he knew in his heart that it would be, it would be a hit. I'm really glad that he was still around to, uh, to see it take off and to see the dream come true and, and to like, for you guys to be able to embark on this. Um, he must just be looking down just so proud being like, wow, they did it. Way to carry it on. <laughs> Absolutely. So how has the response been so far, especially from the Petawawa community? Because I'm a, I'm a Petawawa resident. Uh, it's been amazing. It's been like almost overwhelming at times, the amount of people who want to contribute and like share ideas and chat with us about just everything about Petawawa. It's really cool. And um, there's been a lot of support from local businesses. We did a collaboration with End of the Leash doing little dog treats. Um, and we also did a giveaway with one of our customers artwork and it's just cool to like have all these little networks that we're forming in the town. It's really awesome. Yeah. yeah, we've seen folks come from across the Ottawa Valley for your ice cream cones, your milkshakes, and then even most recently your ice cream flights. Ladies, this is smart. I'm always like plugging businesses that are innovative and thinking of new and different ways to uh, to give back to their customers in a, in a different way. And I also saw too, for those that are dairy free, will be happy to know that Mount Molson also offers sorbet options. Yes, we do. We have juicy orange and ripe raspberry. They're very good, very refreshing. And we have a lower dairy, it still has a little bit of dairy, but it's a raspberry lemon lime sherbet and it is fabulous. I don't know about you, Holly, but I am instantly starving for ice cream after this amazing <laughs> conversation. So for, for those who have tried Kawartha Dairy Ice Cream, they know that it's one of the best Canadian ice cream companies with the best variety of flavors. You know, it's it's 100% family owned and operated. So, so tell us, what's your go-to ice cream flavor, ladies? My go-to is mint chip, and that's kind of always been my go-to. I can't seem to stray away from it. What about you? Mine would be death by chocolate, and it hasn't killed me yet, by the way. So, some a lot of people ask, what is the death by chocolate? It is chocolate to the extreme, and it is absolutely fabulous yum jody what's your favorite i would say coconut i love a coconut ice cream and for, yes i was gonna say yes you guys have that on the menu and mine is usually it's chocolate peanut butter and i'm the kind of person that does not stray away like i do not tend to try different flavors because I know what I like. And even though I'm like, okay, I'm going to try something different today. The moose tracks. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. And then I still end up going back to my, my 
chocolate peanut butter. Oh, it's just so, so good. I love Kawartha dairy and it's so great to have Kawartha dairy ice cream right here in Padawawa because I don't think we've, I don't think anywhere else offers it other than in deep river. Yeah, I don't think there's anywhere that scoops the tubs. I know that Hiskas has the little 1.5 liters and uh, Gordon Saucy, but yeah, I think it's we're the only scooping location. Yes. Yeah, and we're super excited to be able to offer forth. It is the best of the best. It is. All right, so I know we asked you guys what your favorite flavors of ice cream is, but let's approach this question in a different way. What flavor of ice cream do you guys think best represents your approach to business? All right, we had to think long and hard on this question. And we are going to go with Muskoka Mocha. And that's because this flavor was created by friends. They're just hanging out on a dock, chatting about ice cream. And they're like, oh, let's think of a new flavor. Um, so it's unique to the area of the Muskokas, which is around where Kawartha is. Um, and it's creative. It has little chocolate shaped fish which I always have to be careful when I say that to customers because sometimes I say chocolate fish. Chocolate <laughs> fish and they're like, oh, yeah, that doesn't sound great. Um, but I think that's a good representation of us because we're like, we really just want to stay unique to Petawawa um, and be creative and yeah. And then another one that would be a close second would be cotton candy because it's kind of like a nostalgic thing. And I think going to get ice cream is nostalgic and and so now we we've talked about your approach to business but Tanya you worked as a nurse and as both a mother and in a profession that cares for sick and injured people it can be really frustrating to not have the capability to help alleviate someone's pain you know beyond beyond comfort compassion and medicine so why is serving ice cream the most rewarding job someone can have you can so very easily make somebody happy. What I love the best is the little kids that come up and they literally are jumping up and down and they're saying they're so, so, so excited about getting their ice cream. And that I could just cry thinking that that's all I have to do is dip into a tub of ice cream and, and serve them their ice cream. And I do make a fuss over them because they're all so very cute and if it's your birthday, you get free little cone that day or a little cup of ice cream. And uh, it, it is it is just a nice, it, it's just so easy to, to make people happy. It's that simple. It, it's so amazing to think that, you know, ice cream in, in a profession like nursing, that's, you know, it, it's a, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard profession. But that ice cream, something so simple, so pure can, can fill your cup back up so that you can really, you know, find that, that, that passion and that love for what, what you do with, uh, with something so simple like ice cream. It is, it is such a nice balance. I still absolutely love what I do um, as a nurse. And I've been a nurse for 31 years now in acute care. Uh, mainly emergency nursing, and it is just such a nice balance. I feel like I've found balance finally, which is what life is all about, really, as you know, ladies. And even when someone drops their ice cream, there's nothing better that can fix it than another oh. cone. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you can always replace, you know, you can always replace it and make a bad situation better. It's so easy to fix the problem here. It really is. Yeah. 
So your team is expanding as you're currently hiring. Zoe, you're home for the summer, but are you actually heading back to school in the fall? No, I'm all done school. I graduated from St. FX in May, so I'm home for good now. Yay, back in the valley. What did you study? Uh, business, entrepreneurship. Girl, right <laughs> up our alley. Yeah. yeah, it's been good. It's been lots of learning here some firsthand learning and I'm able to apply some stuff from school. So yeah, it's been good. What are you wanting to do though? Like, are you wanting to take over the business or are you wanting to open up your own? Like, where do you see yourself going? Um, so right now I'm the sole proprietor of this business. Um, I'm hoping to have something year round here so people can come enjoy all year round. Um, but I'm not really sure beyond that. I've always been interested in like, interior design and real estate so possibly something like that but yeah lots of options right now which is awesome how old are you 22 22 I feel like a broken record because I'm constantly saying this to my guests on the podcast I'm always so inspired by young entrepreneurs and and young women who have an idea and who decide to embark on it, especially for yourself. So, you know, fresh out of college or, or university. And I just, um, I'm very impressed by, by your drive and your professionalism. I've come to Mount Molson and I've seen you and I've seen you interact with the customers. And the fact that you're a sole proprietor at 22 years old, mom, you should be very <laughs> proud. More than proud, more than proud. And I've learned so much from Zoe uh, and all positive. Um, it's, it's really been enlightening. And, uh, and not only that, it's a lot of fun. We have had, we've had, not that there haven't been a few little hiccups along the way, uh, not so much, mainly just the business world itself. Um, but I think we've handled it all pretty well yeah I think so like and anytime we do get stressed out about anything we kind of think back to like grandpa was down in that shack at the bottom of the hill in the freezing cold and we're in here in the air conditioning like we have it pretty good so yeah we yeah. always get kind of humbled whenever we think about that that's true that and it sounds like you you're really channeling you know your your dad and your grandpa by staying calm and never letting yourself get flustered because uh, because that's what you know he led by example. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, our power went out May two four weekend, so that was a little bit of a hiccup. Um, my dad basically on his deathbed. God bless him. He still had all of his mental faculties about him right to the very end, and he he shared and he gave us really prudent advice right to the bitter end. And he said, girls, you make sure you get yourselves a generator. So anyways, we were certainly thinking about it. And uh, then the power went out. That was, I think, day two, four weekend days. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so we did a little scrambling. And then we realized that grandpa was absolutely uh, an excellent resource. And... <laughs> And anyways, all, all was, uh, all was well in the end. Uh, we didn't lose any ice cream. Um, but nonetheless, uh, you know, words of wisdom from experience. I love that he says you girls should get yourselves a generator. Oh my uh, gosh. Is that ever Valley or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Ever. And you know, my dad never left. He was born in Padawala and he died in Padawala. Oh, uh. 
Yeah. What a legend. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I wish you could have met him. I do too. Oh, he sounds so much like my grandpa. Like when you say, you know, get girls, get yourselves a generator. That literally is something that my grandpa would have said. So like, I'm getting shivers. Like when you guys are talking about your fond memories and I'm like, oh my gosh, like he just sounds so much like how my grandpa was too. Like, that's what I, that's what I mean when I'm saying he literally sounds like he could have been everyone's grandfather. Like everyone's got a story that would relate to him. Okay, ladies, we've got one question left and we like to end the podcast with this one. Who's another local startup business that inspires you that you'd like to let everybody else know about? That would be End of the Leash. Zoe? Yeah, End of the Leash. Um, they have been awesome, so supporting since the start. Um, Tina and Jill, Tina's a mill spouse and Jill is a veteran from Cape Breton. And they're just like an amazing duo. I bring my dog Beatrice there all the time to get treats. And then we've done a little collaboration. We have some liver treats for pups that stop by the shop and people are just so excited. And yeah, it's been, they've been amazing. They've been really supportive. Yeah. yeah. And then her husband um, owns Doghouse Brewery and they have also been very supportive. So yeah, they're a great duo. Fantastic. Two local startup businesses to uh, be sure to check out. You guys are going to have to like team up with Doghouse Brewery next for like a pint and a pint, a <laughs> pint of ice cream and a pint of beer. Hey, that is a terrific idea. People are saying that with the like, that. float of ice cream. With yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> You have to, we have that baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies. Well, thank you both so, so much for sitting down with me and Jody today. I cannot say enough great things about Mount Molson. And if you guys listening have not checked out Mount Molson, go do yourselves a favor and a flavor and grab yourselves some ice cream from these ladies. They will treat you with the best hospitality. You will get the best view, pop down the tailgate like me and my family did and just sit and enjoy and, and have a cone or have a float or what's it called there? Um, flight. A flight, thank flight. you, or have a flight. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of Boss Babe Corner. We're going to be back in another week as we continue on our theme of the month. So be sure to stay tuned. And Jody and I will be back next month with our next Ottawa Valley Champion Changers. So be sure to stay tuned. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you so much.